to the Draft Time Show on oldravensradio.com. Yeah! Alright! <laughs> You may write me down in history with your bitter twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Just cause I walk as if I have oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like suns and like moons with the certainty of tides, just like hope springing high. Still I rise. Did you want to see me broken? Bowed head and lowered eyes. Shoulders falling down like teardrops. Weakened by my soulful cries. Does my sassiness upset you? <laughs> Don't take it so hard just because I laugh. <laughs> As if I have gold mines digging in my own backyard. You can shoot me with your words. You can cut me with your lies. You can kill me with your hatefulness. But just like life, I'll rise. Does my sexiness offend you? Oh. Does it come as a surprise that I dance as if I have diamonds at the meeting of my thighs? Out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past rooted in pain, I rise. A black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak miraculously clear, I rise. Bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave, I am the hope and the dream of the slave. And so, Naturally, there I go rising. Sounds of LJ Reynolds there, and how are you all doing out there? How are you doing, world? All flavors land, and yes, everyone out there. It is the, what is the date today, naturally, Lily? 23rd of February. The 23rd of February, 2021. And it was a very beautiful day today. It was lovely. It was nice and warm. Yeah. Well, I say warm, it's warmer than it has been. Yeah. So it looks like um, hope is in sight. Yeah. And spring is on its way, which is absolutely amazing because we love the spring. We love the summer. We love to be out there, you know, just in the, getting in the fresh air, that fresh ass prana and just being able to just be out and about. Yes. And we've also had some good news, we hope, this week regarding oh, the whole I lifting just... of things. <laughs> I can't speak. Okay, don't speak, don't speak, don't speak. Can't just, speak. just, um, you know, just let's just, we will hope and pray to that we will be free free at last free at last and as Maya Angelou just highlighted to us there still I rise regardless mm. of whatever happens yeah we continue to rise yeah we continue to to do our best and we continue to elevate yeah isn't it definitely at the end of the day nothing can keep us down right no we got to keep on going keep on trudging forward yes 
and just work with what what we work with what not work with what we have but make it work for us yes yeah absolutely i'm not even going to lie to you i'm really tired tonight i'm exhausted i've been working just over time i think it is yeah you have and um yeah i think it's caught up with me a bit so a little bit of burnout i'm afraid but hey it happens sometimes but we've just got to keep going isn't it Mm -hmm. just have to keep going so lots and lots on this evening yes and we're talking black love love in general i mean love is love right love is love yes we're talking love and did you know that in 1954 on this day the first injections of the new polio vaccine were developed by Mm. dr jonah salk and they were um i think it said they were delivered to a group group of children Mm. um, from arsenal elementary school in pittsburgh pittsburgh and pennsylvania wow So that's quite interesting, isn't it? So they made history then and we made history a couple of months ago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that was in 1954, the first injections of the new polio vaccine, Mm -hmm. as well as on the 23rd of February in 1920, France handed over some colonies for war debts. That's interesting. To the United States of America. Mm, I see Guadeloupe, Martinique, Mm -hmm. French Guiana. Mm, so interesting it is isn't it it says that because they had um, needed to pay off some war debts mm-hmm. that we spoke about it last <laughs> that's week, how you pay it? off debt so here i'll just have this country <laughs> yeah it looks that way doesn't it it mm. would seem that way yeah. and it said that they had a map was printed in a local oklahoma a newspaper mm-hmm. indicating which territory territories the u.s may acquire wow. so you were just writing what you just said there lily all right, well, we owe you this amount. Take this, this, and this. And what were the countries you just said them there? Um, so I see, well, there's quite a few, but I see Guadeloupe, Martinique, French Guiana. Great Britain received um, some land as well for similar reasons. They received uh, French Somaliland mm. um, and possibly Madagascar, it says. So there's not confirmation of that, but possibly madagascar and there's not a decision on who received the french indochina so there's like a space in between there that france had and they've just given that away to someone so french somaliland seems to be at the entrance of the red sea so that must be red sea is egypt way right it's uh yeah is that north North i'm not even going to try and get at like i know yeah where these countries (laughs) but i've never heard of that place french somali i know i've heard of somaliland Sorry, yeah. I've heard of Somaliland, mm. but well, I'm, assume, I'm assuming Somaliland is what used to be French Somaliland, because they can't okay. call it French Somaliland. Well, I guess they can, because you still call it French Guyana. Interesting, though, isn't it? 1920, mm. 23rd of February, 1920, France had to hand over colonies for war debts. I mean, that's quite amazing. It, it, I really would love to know how they structure and run things, because... When we think about it, we really are quite in the dark about it. What do you mean? About what? War debts. I didn't know that there was such a thing. Well, there must be. Wars are expensive. They are. Okay. Me and Jermaine have been watching The Crown. Right. And when Madame Thatcher was Prime Minister, she racked up a bill of over three million during that whole impoverished time 
to go and fight a war in the Falkland Islands against Argentina. Mm. Um, That put our country in quite a detrimental situation. I know one of our neighbours um, went to fight in that war. Really? Yeah, Barry. Barry went Be to interesting to get his story on that. Yeah, he had a rough time. Yeah. A very, very rough time. And I do recall that, that war, mm. that whole Falklands mm. war. But three million, I guess it was a lot back then. I mean, that's it's a not lot that of much money. Now. That's a lot of money. Especially when you've got a country that's on poverty line. Mm. And it's only a tiny, tiny island. Mm. So but they're always fighting again, fighting over it. They was fighting over it a couple of years ago. Mm. Was it two, two, three years ago they was fighting over the Falkland Islands again? Wow. Well, there you go. So when you don't know, you don't know. But when you do know, you've got to do yeah, something about do some it. research, yeah. And likewise, last, um, last week we spoke about that, wasn't mm. it? It was Chad. Chad, yeah. And again, the same thing, deployment of troops and stuff. So mm. this stuff is going on all the time. It's going on all of the time. It's just a matter of just being aware mm. and hoping that we 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 are obviously all pawns in this big bigger picture of this game that these um, governments play. Mm-hmm. But just being aware of it. Mm-hmm. Um, again, on this day, W. E. B. Du Bois, author historian, he was born on the twenty third of February, oh. eighteen sixty eight. Nice. Do you know much about him? I've heard Dubois, Dubois, yeah. Dubois. Um, but no, I haven't heard much about Dubois. Yeah, he was, he was, his counterpart was Booker T. Washington. Okay, I've heard so of Booker T. they were both going at the same time. They, they got on at one point and then they fell out at another point because okay. they both have differing views. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, Dubois felt that through science that you could eradicate racial um racism yeah whereas we know that's that's not true through science why did he think that was i have no idea you know he just felt that it was it says in 1888 du bois graduated from fisk uh, and was accepted to harvard that was something that was quite interesting yeah that back then that we were accepted into harvard university and it says he earned a master's degree, a, doc- a doctorate, wow. and then he went to study in Germany. Wow. And following his studies in Germany, he argued that through racial inequality and justice could be exposed through scientific research. So um, exposing, um, what's it, racial inequality and injustice through scientific research. I don't know how you would do that. But he, but he then said that after observing the remaining body parts of a man who was lynched, mm. Dubois was convinced that scientific research was not enough. Mm. So he wasn't convinced then. Yeah, after after the fact. Initially he felt that way, but then obviously seeing the that this body or whatever, mm-hmm. he changed his mind, <clears throat> you know. And he argued that African Americans should become skilled in industrial and vocational trades so that they could open businesses and become self reliant. Fully agree with that. That was Booker T. Washington. That was Booker T. Washington. Yeah, and that's I what totally but did. Dubois agreed with his philosophy. Mm, mm. Yeah, but in some ways they, they had differing opinions as well. Mm. But they were two very great men yeah. of that era. And they d- both done amazing things. Because mm. Booker T. Washington, he. 
open up schools mm. and done a lot for the black community. Because I remember, I can't remember, I think it's a book called Up From Slavery. And he was speaking when they come out that a lot of these slaves are going and buying pianos and really crazy things. Yeah. Yet they had no education. They didn't know how to make bricks. They, 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 there was no kind of structure there. Mm. So Booker T. Washington said, no, this is what this is. I want to do a school and we're going to learn how to the basic skills. Mm. Although they did, a lot of them would have known because they, they were the ones that were doing a lot of the work. Mm-hmm. But just really to hone in on their, on their skills, skills and become professional at what they did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I don't know what the the discrepancy was between Du Bois and Booker T. Washington. Mm. But you know, two great men in history, mm. and it is Du Bois's birthday today. And it's also someone else's birthday today. A very close friend of mine. I'd like to give a shout out to Angelina. Hope you're having a good day. And it was Anisha's birthday. Oh yes, yeah, yesterday. So. Thinking of you, Anisha. February's full of day. Great, great people being born. Absolutely. Lots of great people being born. Yeah. So we've got lots to be getting on with tonight. And we're going to be looking in the relationship area, right? Yes. yes. And when it comes to relationships, uh, the questions that we are going to be asking you, I'm going to shout one, one question out to you now, is how do you make love last? Mm. All right, so we're going to see how we can make love last. And this was a um, question come out because there was this article article on this family. They were on TikTok. They're called the, the Pilo fam. Okay. Have you heard of them before? If I saw them, maybe I'd know who they are. Okay, so they're, they're doing lots on uh, TikTok mm. as a family. Okay. And they, I think they met about 10 years ago. And it's just shown the growth that, mm. that they got. They After six years, I think he proposed to her. And they've been married for a good while now mm. and they're doing very, very well. And mm. they were speaking about black love. But as as I said, love is love, but to a degree. Yeah. But black love. Mm. And we find it hard within maybe our society, our community, when it comes to black love, because mm. we've had quite a hard start, would you say? Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of things that have contributed to I don't think we have a hard time loving. I just think we have a hard time showing it. Mm. Um, And I think there's a lot of different reasons why that may be the case. Mm. Um, I think sometimes um, the family, the way your family, where you've been raised might contribute to it. Just our history in general may contribute to the fact that a lot of people have... um, find it challenging to show love yeah everyone tries to be hard and strong and independent and i don't need no no Ooh. man and blah, blah, blah. so i think in that sense what do the men say on, that, the on the flip side of that because a woman might say that but what might a man say when it comes to to black love because there must be a flip side what in this in the from the man's perspective of i don't need no woman yeah, so a woman would say, oh, no, I don't need a man. A oh, I'm independent, yeah. Yeah, or yeah. But what would a man say? Don't know. Oh, guys, give us a shout. Let us know. <laughs> Let us know. The lines are open. 07895-134713. That's 07895-134713. Mm. What does it take for love to last? We're throwing that out there to you because 
There are a lot of relationships. We're going to look at one just now. Um, mm-hmm. One of our favourite people. We've spoken about him a couple <laughs> of times. Yeah, and um, sadly, his relationship has broken down with his wife. Mm. Uh, do you know, when I was doing the research, I was quite shocked to see that they'd, that they'd only been together for seven years. It but they like haven't, longer. though. I feel like they've been... They've been together a lot longer than that, but just publicly they've been married for seven years. Mm. Because they've been together longer than seven years. And they've been friends for a lot longer. Oh, so it was a friendship. Yeah, it was a friendship first. And then I think the public wanted the relationship. Mm. And that's, as usual, when you are in living the celeb life, you're kind of forced to do what the public want you to do. And... I do think many people thought it would last, but we just saw an, a deterioration of him yeah. over the last few years, to be honest. So beautiful people, if you don't know who we're speaking about, it is the one and only, the one that wanted to be president, <laughs> Mr. Kanye, Kanye West. West. Kanye And yeah, that's quite sad, their situation, because... I mean, seven years is a good one. And they always speak about that seven-year itch, don't they? Mm. And it is, I think it's true. But actually, this is not seven years. Mm. I, I actually think she was ready to divorce him a little while ago. Right. But because of his, me- supposedly, in air quotes, mm. because of his mental health, she put off mm. separating, filing for a divorce, that kind of stuff. Um but obviously it's just gotten to the point now where she just, yeah, she's filed for divorce. Yeah. On Friday. Oh, I wonder how that's affected him. But it's supposedly a joint, they've, um, that's an agreement they've come up together. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, we've done our time. Yeah, that's fine. We're happy with prenups and no one's arguing over money and that kind of stuff. Do you think they'd have Seems had a prenup clean. in place? They did, didn't it they? It says, yeah, neither, neither is contesting the prenup in place. Okay. Negotiations have progressed and they are nearing a settlement. Wow. Because, because she came in the relationship with money. Yeah. He came in the relationship with money. They've not really built much together as a brand, mm. to be honest. So... But will they... Would, I mean, when you're going into it, I guess, in you saying that, just thinking quickly, Will and Jada, they're a brand, right? Would you say? No, more Beyonce and Jay-Z are a brand. Okay, so, because I was trying to understand Because they have their own money. Yeah. And then they've come together and they've made, like, they've they've got their albums together and stuff like that. Okay. Whereas Will and Jada, yeah, they are kind of a brand because we know them as Will and Jada, but they're not, they haven't really... They've done a couple of films together and stuff. Red Table, Red Table Talks is like the newest thing. That's her thing. That's her thing. He just mm. was a guest on her show. Okay, okay. So, as a brand, then um, Kim and Ke- Kim. I don't think they're much of a brand, to be honest. And they have three children. Four. Four. They have. Oh yeah. North, Saint, Psalm, and Chicago. Wow. I'm so, I can't believe I remembered those guys. I must be a fan. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. I know she gave birth to the first two. Mm. And I think the second two were surrogates because her first two pregnancies were quite bad. But with their eggs? Yeah, they're her children. Okay. They're, they're their children. Wow. But she, they, they had surrogates because she wasn't allowed to carry the second two. That's, that's the hardest thing, isn't it? 
now when there's children in the picture mm. and you have to separate. Yeah. I mean, we'll do a whole different show on that, on divorce I, and, you know. I was reading something this morning, actually, on um, Instagram. Mm. And it's the same, like a marriage, um, not a marriage counsellor group, but whatever it is. And it was talking about before you think of divorce, think of all the things that... Um, are affected by divorce and one of yeah. the bigger things was children mm. and you see some of the things that are affected in the children's life like their education internal anger that mm. kind of stuff because sometimes they feel especially maybe the older child may feel guilty what that it's their fault mm. or not understanding the, and the younger ones might think they don't understand the reason why mummy and daddy aren't yeah staying together yeah so that's a whole other it's, it's sad, it's sad when mm. when things break down. But that doesn't... Because I was having this conversation with someone yesterday or today mm. about the fact that just because you're in... Yes, marriage does seem a bit more of a bubble, but even when you're in a long-term relationship and you have children, that's almost the same as a divorce or separation yeah. because the yeah. children are still seeing a breakdown of the family unit. It's still a separation at the end exactly, of the day, isn't yeah. it? So, so it's quite, um, it's traumatic. Mm. But I think it's actually traumatic for all parties. What, children? Children husband. and the two people that are separating. Yeah, mm. yeah. But we're, we're talking about black love here. I mean, obviously in, 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 I mean, let's just talk about love. We won't put a colour in front love of it. Love is love. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, it says that they weren't on the same page mm. when it comes to their future. But surely before you... Before you settle down with someone, you speak about the future, no? Yeah, people say this. And over the years, I've actually learned it doesn't matter what you spoke about before you got married. Right. In my opinion. It's just being in the here and the now. And if you're feeling a certain way. Yeah. And even planning, like obviously COVID shown us you can't really plan. Mm. But planning ahead. Yes, it's great to plan and you should plan. But then saying right, we're going to get married at this age and we're going to have three children by this age and we're going to have a five-bedroom double-fronted with a drive and a garage by this age and I'm going to be a professor at 35. <laughs> yeah? This is a conversation you have when you're 20 and then you look 10 years down the line. Was that foolishness, that conversation? No, it wasn't, but you've got to be realistic as well. How is that not realistic? Within a relationship, how is that not realistic? It's, I'm not saying it's not realistic, but I'm saying you've had a conversation with your partner and said, this is what we're deciding on, what our future's going to be like, but you're not taking into consideration the pitfalls. It's like, mm. I'm going to use the example of, of trading. You say, I'm going to make 5% a day, which means you make 25% a week, which means at the end of the month, you should make 100%. Yeah. Yeah. No one takes into, and that's what they say, compounding. Oh, yeah, in 30 days or 90 days, you have £100 and you turn it into eight grand. That's excellent. But have you taken in, into consideration the losses along the way? Mm. So mm. it's better to say, yeah, make your 5% a day, yeah. but plan for 15% out of that. So at least you finish the month with 60%. Let's have a conversation as a couple. This is the direction we want to go in. Mm. Yes, we want children. Yes, we want a house. Yes, we want a good career. Pitfalls are going to come across along the way. Getting pregnant six months after getting married. Yes, yeah. <laughs> With yeah. no, like, you know, that 
secures the ability that's not the plan yeah but things happen along the way and you have to kind of you veered off of the main road you're taking Mm. a back street you just have to work on how to get back to the main road but i think the problem with k and k is they were initially on that road together they veered off and then they just took two completely different back roads and no one can come back central they don't want to go in the same direction anymore yeah and do you think it's saying here that it was that they married they ended up in crisis at the height of his erratic behavior but he was always erratic he's always been erratic but i know i do think she's gotten worse over the years do you think she knew what she was getting or was it just after his mum passed away and then he got worse passed away a while ago Hmm. because she would have been there to support him during that but i do think Mm. that with mental health was i mean we don't know the ins and outs of their relationship or whether he was getting help for his mental health or or what yeah but i don't think he's any more erratic than he was when they first started dating yeah. when did he walk off the stage and refuse to to perform i'm sure that's before they got married I, I really don't know much about him to be very fair he Just little... was supposed to be playing at an event and i can't remember what happened but he stormed off the stage Mm. Well, uh, we have some guys in WhatsApp groups and Pele highlights, he says, take your time and be patient with one one another. Mm -hmm. That's one of the ways in how we can make love last. And Niambi says, keep it new. And that's so true, isn't it? It's it's it is keeping it new. Do you think that they kept it new then or they just probably not? No, too busy. Yeah. He was too busy trying to be president, maybe. <laughs> and, not, and not focusing on what's really important. It's funny because uh, there's a book I'm reading at the moment. It's the, the Grant Cardone 10X Rule. Mm. And one very of the points, book. very, very good book. And one of the points he makes is to prioritise. Mm. Our priorities are so important. Mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to family. So initially, like um, you just said there, the, the, you make your plans. Mm-hmm. And then when, you, when you're starting out, a lot of people don't have children. Mm. Some people do have children when they're starting out mm-hmm. and, and so forth. So uh, his daughter come along. And because he has such a busy schedule, mm. they get up earlier. Mm. He takes her on his errands and does certain things. So that's a bit of quality time that he can yeah. spend with her. So it's the prioritising yeah. of things that really matter. So thank you, guys. And there's a, a comment in the chat mm. um, in response to your question, I think it is, um, from Jay. Hey, boo. Um, both couples need to be on the same page and understand exactly what that consists of. Mm. So obviously you're going to have differing ideas of certain things but if you're generally on the same page and you are moving in the similar direction you might not be on exact same direction but in a similar Mm. direction then i think you can so devil's advocate here (laughs) what if you've started out they've come to the seven year point yeah crossroads yeah? yeah they're not on the same page so how can they, if they really wanted to, because, you know, back in the day, marriages did last long, but some, I guess some people were in unhappy marriages as well, mm. or unhappy relationships. That could be one of the downsides. Mm-hmm. But what about working together to make it last? We've spoken about this before. Mm. And I do think 
there comes a point in everybody's relationship where you're just not in agreement with things. Mm. And I do think that's normal. But I think you have to have that conversation or many conversations during that period of time where you can both kind of, like what Jay says, come to an understanding. Mm. That doesn't mean you have to agree with everything that I say. No. That doesn't mean you have to agree with everything that I do. That's Mm. boring as well. It means that we've had a conversation, Mm. we've sat down as a couple... And we've said, fine, you don't like this, I won't do that. Mm. I don't like this, you don't do that, and we'll do this together. Thing is, in Kanye's West, he's got bipolar disorder. Yeah. So he's got an illness yeah. as well. So I totally understand what you're saying. We, we come to an agreement. But where he's ill, when you take your vows, because remember these guys are married, so they've taken vows. Mm. And it says one of those vows is in sickness, sickness and, and in health. health. So That's if, if they said that vow. True, because they change these things now. However, surely, if your spouse isn't well, you're not going to just drop the towel Mm. on them, right? Yeah, but you have to understand the sickness. Remember we spoke about hidden illnesses. Bipolar is supposedly a hidden illness. Mm. You can be happy one day, erratic the next day. You can be, they call it, some people call it manic depressive because you're just at two different ends of a spectrum one moment and then to the next Mm. but if your partner doesn't understand that then how can they support you and stick by you it's like when i was going through postnatal depression i asked my i asked my husband this the other day i was like did you actually understand what was happening Mm. and he he said honestly he said no just i'd you'd say one day what's the matter i don't know what's the matter but you can't explain yourself so the other person doesn't understand what you're going through. But the difference is, are they willing to help you go through that troublesome time? Mm. Is Kim the sort of person that's like, oh, he's just having his moment? Or is she one of those people that supports her husband? Yeah. Well, we... Or has it just gotten too much to support? I, I don't know, because we're not in their life. We're not, it's no. like we was on a fly on the wall. Maybe we might know a bit more, but mm. when the door's closed... No one knows what happens know. behind closed doors. And especially if you're you're a couple where your relationship is public, mm. then that must make it even more hard. Same with um, Meghan and Harry at the moment. We're hearing a lot about their situation. Mm. When your your life is in the limelight, mm-hmm. then obviously, no, we don't know what's gone on. We don't mm. know how how much of it at the end of the tether she might be. Mm-hmm. H- however. Could it be saved? Could it be saved? Hold that thought and we'll see you in five. We'll be right back after the break. Auch in Deutschland hören wir All Flavors Radio. Die beste Musik rund um die Uhr. All Flavors Radio plays what you want to hear when you want to hear it 24-7. Have you ever wondered what therapy is and how it can help with our mental well-being? To find out more, please join me. Every week on the Wednesday for the Wednesday Wellbeing Show, 9pm to 11pm on All Flavors Radio with Darnell, the therapist. Hi, I am Wimbo and this is Naturally Lily. Join us every Tuesday evening between 6 and 8 for the Drive Time Radio Show. Where we talk about things that are for us, by us, on current events and matters of the heart. All Flavors Radio. 
www.thepeopleshow.com. See you in the chat room. This is a very important health message. My name is Errol McKellar, MBE. I am a prostate cancer survivor and founder of the charity, the Errol McKellar Foundation. Do you know that over 47,000 men a year are diagnosed with prostate cancer? Do you also know that over 11,000 men also die of prostate cancer? That means that one man will die every 45 minutes. Do you also know that one in eight European men will die of prostate cancer? But more frighteningly, that one in four Afro-Caribbean men will die of prostate cancer. But the truth is, Prostate cancer doesn't care about your color. Prostate cancer doesn't care about your wealth. Prostate cancer doesn't care about you. What prostate cancer will do, if you ignore it, it will kill you. At the Errol McKellar Foundation, our aims and mission is to talk with as many men and their partners as possible to ensure they are fully aware of the dangers posed by prostate cancer, recognizing potential symptoms and know about the available tests and information. We want to stop men from dying through ignorance and fear. For more details, please visit www.the.errol.com foundation.com or email temf2018 at gmail.com please remember that health is your wealth all flavors radio the best music from around the world now here comes the music Sounds of Mitch on Young, something about you. So, before the break, we were speaking regarding relationships, we were talking about Kanye West and how him and his wife, Kim, will be separating after seven years of marriage. And the question that we've posed for everyone today is what does it take for love to last and it's quite a funny kind of conversation there isn't it Lily? you're right there i am you are <laughs> having a bit of a moment <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah so they're ending their marriage after seven years and we've had some feedback here sandra has stated to make love last Communication is the key, mm-hmm. and it's very important to talk to each other. I would agree with that, would you not, Lily? I would agree with that. Yeah, definitely. How can you have a relationship with someone that you don't talk to? Mm, mm. You'd be quite surprised, though. There was, I think there was an article that I saw today, and it's while, obviously, it was last year, the first lockdown, mm-hmm. and there was a man that strangled his wife in the first week. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> not funny. <laughs> Yeah, he just went to trial. He got about five years or something. Five years? Yeah, yeah. this country, they don't really um, give out hefty... Strangled her and she's alive? Mm. No, she, she passed. Oh, for she passed. Sake. You know, yeah. So, I mean, so in that instance, she, she obviously was driving him nuts. He was, he was probably out in just working a all the week. time. In a week. In just a week. Yeah. Or during that period, I don't. I. I didn't go into depths of it, but I just saw the 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 line, man that strangled wife, and the first first lockdown got five years. That's nothing. That's ridiculous. So communicating, maybe they wasn't communicating, and he wasn't saying, woman, 
<laughs> you just don't know. I mean, it isn't funny. No, we shouldn't laugh about it. It's just the fact that were they never at home together alone? There was another couple that I read about, and in all the 20 years that they've been together, they had children, mm-hmm. and they said bye to their kids. The kids went off and whatnot. And that the first time they've ever spent so much time together in all the 20 years that they've been together... Was when the children left. Was when the children had to go to their places. This is during um, oh, this yeah. time. Children yeah. had to go to their homes. They were home with each other. And again, it was like War of the Roses. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you're very right, Sandra, that communication is most definitely the key. She says she's been with her husband for nearly 26 years. Amazing. And we always make sure we listen to each other. I'm not going to lie. It's really hard to listen sometimes, though. Why? Why do you find it hard to listen? Because I don't like being told when I'm wrong. (laughs) I don't like being told no. Mm. I don't like being... I just don't like being disagreed with. (laughs) Why? I don't know. Mm. I'm very precious in that sense. Like, when if I want something to be done a certain way, I want something to be done a certain way. I'm quite like, no, it it can be a bit much sometimes. I'm quite... You're too rigid. Two sides of the whole. That's that's not true. You give a hundred, he gives a hundred. Yeah. However, like it it can't go your way all the time. I think I can be a bit like that sometimes as well. Yeah, Yeah, but it can't go that way all the time because, and you're not going to grow as a person if you don't listen. Well, yeah, obviously this is true. But when you are in, so like this communication, I've learned over the last well, the last year and a bit has taught me that I wasn't the best communicator um, because I am that person that will just give you silent treatment and I'll, I'm very stubborn. Mm. Um, and I think it's taken time for me to learn that I want my voice heard, yes, but so does the other person. Exactly, exactly. And still and I'm doesn't sure, make it any easier. I'm sure before you got married, this is going back to... The, the honey, not, that's not the honeymoon stage because the honeymoon stage only a year after you get married and then, then the real serious work starts. Mm. But before that time, your courting phase, mm. you, you took time to listen to him then, didn't you? No. Oh, <laughs> I've always been the same person. <laughs> Surprised he married me. <laughs> because he knows I'm very difficult. Do you know what? I understand, Jay, I understand now. <laughs> I know I'm a difficult person. I know I'm a difficult person. I'm very, mm. very stubborn. I see some of the similar traits coming out in my eldest. Mm. Yes, she's very like her mother. Um, and it is, when you are, when it's taken however many years for you to become this person, it's very, very hard to then not change because you, you're never going to change adapt, but to adapt, adapt yeah yeah and say okay i'm going to be quiet now and you talk and i'm not going to respond because <laughs> that's my thing is the response i don't like i don't like when you have the last say i must have the last say. it's funny I, I saw something recently and it it's a very true statement that don't don't be quick to listen 
with a view to respond, mm. but listen with a view to understand. Yeah. Okay, so when we listen with a view to understand, that means that we're going to be more attentive mm. and that we are going to pay attention to what that person has to say because their word is valid. To speak. Yeah. Yeah. Their word's valid. Right? Most of the time. <laughs> So, Sandra, you are on the button tonight, girl. She said, um, "Be um, as long as you can talk to each other and understand each other, you will be fine. Yeah. Yes. And I think it's talking and not getting upset about what the other person said, because I think that's another issue. Mm. When you, you're all good to talk, <clears throat> you can get as many words out, thousand words a minute, but then you're quick to take offence or you're mm. quick to take it to heart or you get so worked up and upset about it that you do give the silent treatment and just be like, oh, fine, whatever. Yeah. Do and what you want. I think in any um, relationship, there will be teething problems initially yeah. and you work through that and you get to know each other. Mm. You know, you get to know each other and then you can work within the constraints. It's like people, maybe a woman might argue or get upset that the man leaves the toilet seat up. Okay, now, or squeezes the middle of the toothpaste. That used to drive oh, me crazy. That is what maniacs do. No, but that's how they squeeze the no, toothpaste. No, it is not. You squeeze it from the bottom. No, you squeeze it from the bottom. In my house, <laughs> you squeeze it from the bottom and you put the toilet lid down well, before you flush. <laughs> yeah, you put the lid down. Yeah, yeah. I always put the lid down because... You know, it, it the, the splash goes everywhere. Ooh, but, nice. yeah, how, you know, but yeah, that's what men do. Maniacs. Okay, but it's accepting these little flaws. Yeah. We have flaws as well as women. Yeah. We have plenty. They just don't highlight them to us. We we tend to more highlight yeah, we do. the issues. We do. Uh, what are your thoughts out there? 0 7 8 9 5 134 Joy says, love lasts with acceptance of each other's personalities and agree to sometimes disagree, but be quick to lay aside differences. Mm, totally. Yeah. You realise when they are not around. Yes, yeah, oh. very true. Yeah. It's very true. And Camilla highlights as well. Keep... <laughs> Camilla, I cannot say that on ear, my love. It's, <laughs> it's a very naughty word. And recreating. <laughs> okay. So I'll, you fill in the okay. blank, okay? <laughs> and she also said, be faithful, focus, energies at home, not having a wandering eye. And that is so true, isn't it? And making love, we're going to talk about that a little bit later, guys. <laughs> yes, no, but um, we're going to look at a psychologist's um, view of it, mm-hmm. as well as when you when you do have coitus we will refer to it as coitus because we know that there must be some young people around mm-hmm. um you understand hopefully if not google <laughs> google help coitus and um just how after uh, sometimes that you might feel pain in the sense of sadness Feelings, yeah. or emotional and the reasons why we might feel that way mm. so yeah these are some really really great words of advice this last comment yeah if two people honestly and earnestly want to love each other then they will yeah yeah it's true if you want to make it work Mm. then you will 
Because I, like you mentioned, that the elders of of back in the day that got married at like eighteen. I remember an elderly lady in our in our meeting, and she met her husband at eighteen. I think he was nineteen, and they were married for sixty plus years. Mm. Like, how do you? How do you do this for sixty plus years? But it is back when they were having nine, ten children and having to manage a household. And yes, the woman was at home. I do think women working outside of the home sometimes brings its challenges mm. um, with the independence and the confidence building and stuff like that. It makes them they lip quick mm. sometimes. Um, but there was a, it's a di- it was a different kind of Time. solidarity between a husband and a wife like now that everyone wants to get involved in a relationship and she ran into her friend and her friends telling this and you know like mm. everyone wants to contribute and they always you always seem to have like a negative um connotation in the the case of maybe friends and that's the next yeah. that's the next question that we're asking you beautiful peeps <clears throat> Is a relationship supposed to be between you and the person you're with? Not your mother, not your cousins or your friends. Mm. Your relationship, should it only be amongst yourself and your partner? Mm. That's the next. So how do we make love last? And should a relationship be between just you and the person that you're with? Mm. All right, because again, that that can cause issues, can't it? You're going outside of of your relationship and just telling everyone your business. But I think that's foolish. Because mm. then you might think your friend is your friend and they're green eye. And they're like, oh yeah, he doesn't do this and you should kick him to the curb. And you're getting advice from a single person and they don't know what they're talking mm. about. Mm. Yeah, Camilla says it's because back in the day we lived more like we were living in a village, totally. And we, there was less influence. Yeah. Like when Hollywood started, I think that's when a lot of problems probably come on the scene or this Hollywood Hollywood romance and oh, yeah. you know, oh frankly my dear, I don't live there <laughs> and that kind of thing, you know. Yeah. And we were looking for that romantic love. Mm. And that is part of the that is part of it. That is part of it. But it's not all of it. Mm. And we want more of that romantic love and not working on on the other side of working and building. Yeah on the relationship yeah and that's where the breakdown comes comes in Mm. because even you know when people say oh the foundation wasn't strong in the beginning Mm. i do feel like even back in the day when um when some of the elders got married they didn't know each other for very long and their courting period was quite short compared to do you know what I mean? Compared to people of nowadays who are dating for however many years, mm. because one thing they wanted to get uh, quick, Mickey. Yeah. So they weren't doing that unless they were married. Mm. And then the other thing is that it was frowned upon if you were known to be in a relationship with someone for so long, yeah. and he hasn't proposed to you, honey it's not happening it's not working and their relationships started off in my opinion on rockier foundations than a a three-year courtship Mm. but Mm. somehow their standard of marriage meant something today i know people like oh well you know divorces are expensive yeah but they're they're 
they're on the rise. And marriage is more expensive if you don't think about what you're going into. And what Camilla highlights here as well, she said, it's because we had more values. Yeah. We did have more values. And things were sacred. Mm. You know, you, you were going in it for the long haul. Mm. If we're doing this, it's go, it's going to last. I mean, they used to build, build things to last mm. back in the day. But now things are made to break down. So you're just going to buy something new. Like every, what, how two often years. do you upgrade your phone? Every two years. Right? Because they don't build things to last. Yeah. And relationships, really. And having examples like Kanye and Kim, say, for instance, the younger yeah. lot coming up. That's what they'll expect. Oh, well, seven years and get divorced because that's just the norm. Mm. But is it? Is that really the norm? You know, so think about that, beautiful people, because at the end of the day, we, a relationship, regardless, marriage, I know people have long-term relationships now, but it's about putting in the work. And we know when we put the work in that we are going to most definitely get something out of it. Oh, we have a call coming in. We have a caller. Hello. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> I always get mixed up because <clears throat> I hear the phone ringing and you say hello, and I'm thinking, have I called your number or have I called the radio station? <laughs> yeah, you, you called, you called the radio. And it's always just this delay because I'm listening to it and I'm thinking, hey, I ain't heard the phone ring yet, and like 30 seconds have gone by. <laughs> turn the, turn yeah. the radio down. Are you all right, Dee? Yeah, yeah, yes, I'm okay, thank you. Good. Um, good show so far. Thank you. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I've probably just, I think I've just forgotten what I was about to say. <laughs> I think it's based around, (laughs) we say, um, why relationships aren't working. Mm. Well, if we go back to before there was so much temptation, there's always been temptation, Mm. but temptation adds in. With technology nowadays, Mm -hmm. you have more, um, more advertisement, okay? There's less shame, People okay. don't feel shame no more. Yeah. Okay, so you can go onto social media. You can go onto um, most stage, uh, most, most, um, yeah, most social media, and see nakedness. Mm. Whereas during the, I'd say going back from the maybe early nineties backwards, people didn't advertise their bodies as much as they do now. Mm. Okay. Mm. So there's more display. Mm. So people have become braver. Okay? When our parents were growing up, or I wouldn't say our parents, maybe some parents and parents before their parents, mm. okay, um, meeting somebody, it was, it was valued. Mm. And there wasn't. The only time you were tempt- tempted is if there was something um, you might have passed or you might end up working with say for instance and if you look at how the work place used to be it wasn't as many women in the workplace Mm. so a lot of men will get tempted by when they're stressed at home they won't come home they will go from work they'll either go to the bar or go to the local pub or whatever okay get get a bit drunk and so on, and then, or go go to, like, in America, they might have a juke joint or something like that, and that's yeah. what you see, um, you know, the strays there. So mm. there was there was temptation there. Mm. Whereas nowadays, it's all online. because the workplace is so mixed, 
mm-hmm. not being se- uh, not being um, sexist, but because there are more females within the workplace, mm-hmm. think about it. When you go to work, especially in an office, okay, it was just last year or the year before that um, one lady won a court case about having to wear high heels into work. Right. Okay, so that chauvinistic, piggish kind of attitude that men have had within the workplace. So you're a woman, you come in and work in the workplace, you need to look sexy. Mm. Okay, so having that sexiness in the workplace will lead to temptation. But what about the men being... Also, I understand what you're saying about things leading into temptation, but what about having a bit of self-control and not thinking, oh... Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. fair enough. Having a bit of self-control. But at the same time, it isn't just a matter... Listen, most of the time, a lot of the time, some men, it takes a lot to get a man to actually break out and go go for somebody. Whereas mm. you do have... You do have a lot of men that's quite forward, but a lot of men, you might have a lot of men that's shy. Yeah. It takes two to tango. True. So when you say, um, as a man, you need to, like, for instance, no, <laughs> it's always enticing. Mm. Look, I mean, most programs, <clears throat> I can sit down and watch programs after programs, mm. okay? And I sit down and I say, and I look at things and say, why do women always sutter themselves? Why do they always shake their ass to get, excuse my language, why do they always shake their butt? so they can get a drink or shake their chest or mm. why is it why is it that we have to go out there and entertain you why is what's below so important to that man mm. because there's a lot of there's a lot of things that all we've known is that men are in control of everything men run the world but men don't run the world men ruin the world yeah okay yeah. but women entice it mm. okay well we'll leave you with that thought and we'll mm-hmm. see you. Thank you for your call, Dee. Thank you so much. And we'll continue that conversation mm-hmm. after the break, cool. all right? Thank okay. you. <laughs> see you Bye. Good Bye. show. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. In the world. Allflavorsradio.com is right here, right now. Have you ever wondered what therapy is and how it can help with our mental well-being? To find out more, please join me every week on the Wednesday for the Wednesday Wellbeing Show, 9pm to 11pm, on All Flavors Radio, with Darnell, the therapist. To all quail lovers from around the world, come join DJ Naiji for two hours of solid quail music, right across the genres, cadence music, zook music, quadrille music, lacomet, anything quail. It will be broadcast right here on All Flavors Radio, with your host DJ Naiji, with a short year show, 8pm to 10pm GMT, each and every Saturday. See you there. Club Zook mashup session with Ninja Man Lloyd. Thursdays 8 to 10, Sundays 10 to midnight. Zook mashup session on All Flavors Radio. All Flavors Radio is now looking for radio presenters. Email us at info at allflavorsradio.com. Catch DJ Laro on Sundays with the Caribbean Party, 12 to 2, and the Vibe Show, Tuesdays 8 till 10 on All Flavors Radio. Streaming live, 24-7, playing your favorite artists. Hi, this is Everton Blender, and it's all about the All Flavors Radio. Six and I am on Bushman, and guess what? You got it locked to our flavors. I say come take a little winding up. Ayo, it's a girl calling XP, the Booyah Queen, straight out of Dominica. Bigging up All Flavors Radio. Keep it locked. All Flavors Radio.
the tune-in listeners, as well as the silent listeners out there. Come and join us in the chat room. Come and join in on the chat. And we're going to just look into a couple more of those uh, answers that we got earlier as regards to the relationships and how people feel when it comes to relationships and society. Right, Lily? Yeah. And how to maintain love. So, um, Gaga said, we live in a throwaway society. Very true. Mm. Um, Pele Hoxton said, yes, it should be between you. So, in um, answer to your question, is a relationship between you and the person you're with? Mm. Yes, it should be between you and your partner. Once you trust each other, no one can get in between to break it up, um, which is very true. Gaga says, people don't fix relationships again. Yeah. And then Pele said, our parents stuck together through thick and thin. Absolutely. DJ Laro. Hi, DJ Laro. Zero tolerance these days between couples, not much compromising. Very, very true. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Dwayne said, I think it applies to today's generation. Most guys have seen the mistakes of their grandparents and their parents and have learned to be smarter in their decision and approach to women. However, most women also have most women have also seen the same mistakes and have developed a mentality that all men are the same and no man is or will ever be good enough for them and social media doesn't help in this it doesn't it doesn't and this is this is trouble society's changed so much Mm. and even with say even in the last five years uh i don't know how social media has been around a lot longer but then the influx Mm. it's like everyone is pushed towards being Mm. online on these social platforms and like joy says there fast food fast cast fast tongue old timers fix it nowadays bin it bin it get another bring back bring back the romance mm. and it's very true and it's it is like a a meat market almost like di carlo said isn't it you look on online women got all their bits out mm. And where is, where, I love, it was Muhammad Ali when he was talking to his daughter and he says, every diamond, you've got to dig deep for that. Mm. It's not on the surface. So you've got to dig deep to find them diamonds. And likewise with a woman, like we don't have to have it all on show. Mm. It's not necessary. It's not, well, I don't think it's necessary to, to it's lovely to go out, be beautiful and, and present yourself. Mm. But these days, even the fabrics they use, like flimsy, flimsy, it's, you know. I just, I do think that with social media, Mm. there is a picture perfect. Like what people post is not a true reflection of them, how they feel. There's the very few people who will post how they feel, how they're, you know, thinking what they actually look like in that moment. Oh, mm. yeah, couples' goals, but no one is actually posting what actual couples' it's goals yeah. are. Do you know what I mean? And recently, some people have started being realist. Yeah. Um, but I think the next generation is just lost, to be honest. I don't think... I think my generation, we're still getting married, but we're the ones that will most probably think, oh, divorce is easy out, mm. you know. The generation before me, I think that's that was a bit of a breakdown as well, generation. 
like Dwayne said, you, you see the guys saw the mistakes that their parents made, so they're trying to rectify that situation, but the females have seen the same mistakes and they just think that men are trash. And like DiCarlo said there as well, it's a matter of women are very independent. Mm. We've done a show the other day about the lawyer and she said she wanted a man, didn't she? Mm. As opposed to needing mm. needing a man, she wanted to have someone. Whereas Halle Berry, she says, what makes you think oh, I, I want a man? <laughs> You know, so we have the choice to make those decisions. However, when we do choose to perhaps go into a relationship with somebody, mm. is it going to be lasting? Or and do you put your cards on the table and say, oh, just, you just... We'll see just, how it goes. Yeah. I do agree with the working environment as well, because I think a lot of people... Um, laugh and joke about oh that's my work husband and that's my work mm. wife and stuff and they're this i see a lot at work that people laugh and joke with with people that they work with but actually when you start getting close to people that you work with that aren't your partner yeah you build relationships with them and sometimes those relationships can become situationships yeah. that you don't want to be in and that's where i i agree i do think that the workplace has kind of not encouraged um, a challenge. It, it it's posed a challenge to relationships because you are um, in the office environment. For example, you are working quite closely with people who are maybe not of the same moral standing as you. Yeah. You may have morals, but that person might not have morals. And as much as you try and um, present that to other people, unless you are completely staunch and you're just like. I, just come to work and talk yeah. to no one I do my work and I mean there's nothing wrong if uh, with well I, I, I don't know if I'm shooting myself in my foot in the foot here but there's nothing wrong with having a relationship with someone at work okay however mm. not someone if they're married at work and vice versa oh about what you mean having a relationship relationship with someone at work yeah yeah, yeah. i don't so see anything wrong with that and you're connecting that's fine but i think it's when you are a married person mm. and some people get married they've been they've been working in this workplace for such a long time they've built relationships yeah. they get married to someone that's out of the workplace and they don't kind of create an additional boundary with those people in the yes. workplace because they've become so close and touchy-feely and mm. play playing around with them they don't they don't think that they have to act no different but actually the moment you became you were in a relationship with that person you should have acted differently and i do think that's where a lot of you know when you hear about the bosses that go off with the secretary and he's got a mistress and stuff yeah. like that i do think that's because people in the workplace sometimes don't know how to create boundaries and they feel like oh i just i don't want to be rude we're just it's just a bit of banter it's just a bit of joke but that's not creating a boundary though if you're going off with your boss and no but i'm saying it can esc it escalates to that point doesn't mm, it mm. it doesn't start off as you going off with a boss but it, there has to be an escalation process of, yeah. oh he's cute but now i'm married and then it's oh he's cute he's just taking me out for dinner and yes. oh he's cute oh we just went for a couple of drinks and then a couple of drinks turns to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. It, it starts off somewhere and then it can escalate. That's not saying you can't build relationships with people in the workplace because you have to build relationships with people in the workplace. But it's just making sure that you can be confident in yourself to say, do you know what? I need to make sure these people know 
yeah, I'll go out with you for a drink, but yeah. I'm not going to be the last person here with you. Yeah, yeah. And that you've set that boundary. Yeah. And you know within yourself your motives behind why you do certain things. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, it's it, we have to, we have to be, especially if we are in relationships. And I'm sure people such as Kanye, people such as Kim, mm. that they must get a lot of attention oh, from yeah. males, females, mm. and that too cannot help mm. in that instance and then that will cause issues as well but we know with Kanye it was his mental health mm. and his erratic behavior mm. that's just drove her over the edge mm. but then in sickness and health where does that come in you see it's mm. it's it's that having that long-term kind of goal to make it long-term with your partner but you have to be strong to deal with someone that's yeah, not absolutely. mentally strong. Yeah, I think. that's true. That's true. You know, you and really have to be strong. So, in saying that, I I guess they've got four kids. So, with the bedroom aspect of things, it was it worked out for them twice. Twice what? Because two of the other children weren't conceived by them. They didn't have. They did not have coitus. <laughs> only twice, Alicia. <laughs> no way. You never know. You know. And we're looking at, yeah, it's, like well, it's that. National Orgasm <clears throat> Day in July, but it was a very interesting article here, the five things sex therapists want people to know. Uh-huh. And um, according to a 2017 study that was published in the Journal of Sex and Marital Therapy, 30% of American women, so this is American-based, again, Kanye and Kim are American-based, uh-huh. but we can, I guess, adapt it to ourselves, require stimulation in order to experience an orgasm so we're talking about this national orgasm day mm-hmm. and um it said compared to only 18 percent of women that need that penetration wow this is this is really it's quite deep sorry guys sorry guys it's before the watershed Do you remember the watershed <laughs> that don't exist anymore it doesn't exist anymore but i think and it said that 85% of men generally will reach that plateau. Whereas, I mean, 37% of women need that stimulation and only 80, 18% of them need... Is that... Do you think those 18% of women fall into this category of why... Um, about the people that are miserable afterwards? I don't know, because that, I think this, that's more something to do with maybe feeling your fears of abandonment and again it's going back to the relationship that possibly if the type of relationship that they're in Mm. but those are kind of two different uh subjects Mm. because that that one's highlighting about post-coital dysphoria Mm. and why it's normal to sometimes feel miserable after having relations i just think it's quite interesting that it says A recent study into a little understood phenomenon revealed that 46% of 230 female participants experienced postcoital dysphoria a few times, not just once, in the past month. Wow. Researchers found that the intimacy of relationships didn't affect this. So even though they were quite intimate in their relationship, they still felt depressed afterwards. Mm. That's quite shocking. It's an organic and biological function that appears to be greater or lesser in some some people and more in others. So it's all to do with the heightened emotional state of, ar- of arousal. Mm. You know, and then it's, it's a bit like 
coming down off of something. You're really high, you know. Yeah, that's what it says. And then, oh, wow. And it could be disappointment that leads to it. Yeah, she said, it says that the the scientist explained, Denise Nobles is the therapist and counsellor, and she explained that it it comes down to the explosion of hormones, Mm. including endorphins, oxytocin, and prolactin. Yeah. So it's like coming down off a high. Yeah, because, come on, when you have relations, it's nice, isn't it? No, we're not going to lie here. We're all adults here, right? And maybe sometimes if you've not been taken to that euphoric place, you know, it's like, oh, where's, where's, you know. Yeah, but that's different than being depressed after. Basically, these people are actually depressed. They're physically, it says that the, the, where is it? Um feel sad post-coital dysphoria or tristus is a term used to describe a feeling of tearful sad anxious aggressive Mm. agitated or generally melancholic melancholy do you know that brings to my melancholy that's like sitting outside under a black cloud and it's pouring down with rain and there's thunder and lightning Wow. That's not just being disappointed. That's not just being, oh, yeah, it wasn't that much. That is like... But it's in, it, as it says here, it's having relations. It's hugely intimate act, right? And that, because that, because you have that orgasm, it does release lots of, of hormones. hormones. Yeah. Okay, so you feel great, you know, you're bonding. All that's going on, because don't forget that being intimate with somebody, mm. it's more than just... An action. This is why, again, having multiple. That was partners, my next question. Yeah, it's it's quite dangerous because you're taking on people's energies. Mm. All right, so all those hormones are being released. Okay, you get to your peak, and then you separate. That closeness is done. It's finished. You you're not close anymore, and the, probably that is what brings about the sadness. But that was my next question. How many of these women in this study and men in this study mm. were in long-lasting relationships or was it just oh yeah we've known each other for a couple of weeks or a couple of days yeah because how many of those what would be the difference maybe in the response and maybe this maybe this dysphoria is it called this this yeah dysphoria dysphoria so Mm -hmm. it's like coming down off of something yeah when you're euphoric you're quite high dysphoric is you you brought down low mm. so it might be present in people that are addicts when it comes to sexual relations but it doesn't say that I and know. it says the independent said it's not uncommon that's, that's what's amazing, shocking isn't it so it i guess you're you're riding that wave and then it's just becomes like just but then i do of, think it has you know what you're saying about energies mm. it says that the hormones drop following the hormone drop following the act yeah. as you separate from the closeness that it brought about a sense of sadness can follow so it's like a break in the energies mm. yeah like a, it's like someone just cut and it's done it's like oh and then you feel low again afterwards what are your thoughts out there beautiful people mm. we're talking about dysphoria when it comes to relations and how some people can feel very sad and upset and 
even experience a sense of loss. Melancholy. Melancholy after having relationships with a partner. Now, I don't know, they've not really been uh, fully divulged much in the sense of the kind of person that this might be. But, I mean, you're not going to tell us personally <laughs> if you felt that way. But can we sense, can we sense, have that sense of um, sadness after relations with somebody? Or are we more ecstatic and just in that moment and, you know, quite happy to... What, what, what? But I, I, I don't think that we could give that personal experience <laughs> because how are you going to know? How are you going to know? Oh, how many times have I had this dysphasia? Oh, dysphoria. 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 Mm. Like, how are you going to be able to... Oh, yeah, last weekend, <laughs> I felt really melancholy. Like, no what is it? Well, it's a condition which is quite interesting because I've never heard of that before. Gosh. I've not heard of that before. And that's possibly why people do... I, I remember watching something, it was a man, and he'd had quite a lot of partners mm. because he obviously wants to be feeling that euphoric mm. all the time. And maybe that's one of the reasons why... Your thoughts out there, beautiful people. O seven eight nine five one three four seven one three. And in the chat, we've um, DiCarlo brought attention here. He says, "Act like a girl." Oh, sorry. He says, "Act like a man. You become that man. Mm. Act like a girl. You get stuffed." <laughs> what do you mean by that, DiCarlo? <laughs> this is a lot of women overdress when it comes to going to work. Yeah, that's true. And that will always draw attention. But should a woman not be able to be um, allowed to be who she wants to be at the end of the day? No, it's not about that, though. Yeah? You're coming into an office mm. full of men. And this is not me condoning the actions of men. I have to always say this. Mm. This is not me condoning the actions of men. But you're coming into the office with a, with a room full of men all that male testosterone flying about the room and you walk in with a tight up shirt with it uh, with all your bosom hanging out and a skirt that hugs every single curve mm. even as a female i'm going to look at them and be like oh she's a bit nice isn't it imagine all the men in that room it's not fair it's not all the men maybe so, a 75% of those men <laughs> yeah. even, even even the gay men in that room are going to be like, oh, darling, you're a bit tasty. It's going to turn people's heads. It's not fair. To kind of just say that will always draw attention. It will always yeah. draw attention. And I think it's one of those things where even when you're... Wow. There's nothing wrong with having confidence in your body. There's nothing... You should have confidence in your body. You should have confidence in who you are as a person. But does that confidence sometimes come across as a bit... Insecure. Out. I feel mm. like sometimes it comes off as a bit insecure because you are drawing attention to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, but uh, is she drawing attention to herself? DiCarlo says, "Remember, man chase. If you dress like prey, you you yes. get hunted." Yeah. Mm, but I don't know. That there because... was there was a simple answer. Like you are drawing attention to yourself. In this day and age, that's just how they dress, though, isn't it? Every every time, every time I scroll through my feed on Instagram and I see a woman, usually black women, 
shaking their bum in a camera. Ooh, they're not doing that because they want to feel they feel good. I've they're doing that. that because they're drawing attention to themselves. But is that like you said, lack of confidence? No, these women got hella confidence because you have to have confidence. Be posting that for millions of people to see. But why do we have to take off all our clothes, oil down our body, and shake our bum in front of a camera to feel validated? That's what I think it is. It's, 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 I need you to give me 3,000 likes so that I know I look good. But you know you look good. You don't have to post it online for everybody to see it. Mm. And I, I follow some other females online who are very elegant, very voluptuous. And you see it in the clothes, you can see their shape in the clothes that they wear, but they carry it with elegance. Yeah, yeah. They don't look trashy and trampy with it. They don't look like they're trying to get every man to turn his head. But we spoke about because female empowerment, right? Mm -hmm. Female empowerment, I think we spoke about this a while ago. And maybe they feel empowered that they can go out. And I'm not agreeing with it because I have my set of standards and mm. my morals and all that stuff and me personally no I wouldn't do that mm. but again in this day free world that we live in I say that in air quotes mm-hmm. uh, a woman might feel that and they might not even be interested in men and still be doing that which is true but that article that same article that talks about um this oh. Dysphoria. Dysphoria. Yeah. It says we live in a sex-obsessed world. Mm. We live in a sex-obsessed world. The most sexual beings are females. I'm sorry, a man is not a sexual being in that sense. That you can look at a woman and see her assets and you can... You can automatically attribute that to something sexual. Right. Because that's... With men, it's it's not really the same. Mm. Yeah? So why do you, you know it's it's all about enticement it's all about you don't need to be you don't need to be doing it online but they and do. it's all about women empowerment yeah it's it's great to have women empowerment but there are other ways to feel empowered yeah like for example mums not being trampled for looking a hot mess online and just being real and honest and saying this is what i woke up to today my house is a mess but i brushed my hair that's women empowerment and then other women's coming along and saying girl you've done good you got up you sorted them kids out you managed to get a lunch on for them that's female empowerment not tearing down a woman for breastfeeding in a in a restaurant and being told oh no that's inappropriate go and sit in the toilet or another woman saying oh well done mum that is don't feel ashamed so, for what you, that is empowerment. So maybe, maybe we need to re-clarify then. But how would you do that? <laughs> you said Love Island. <laughs> Love Island. Oh gosh, you don't know what Love Island is, do you? I, I've kind of seen it. Um, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen Love Island, these people coming out the sea with no, like bikinis on. Right, so the what Uncle Booty is trying to say is that mm. is the ideal, that is what people are aspiring to aspiring to be like they're the they're the instagrammers they're the influencers because that's what they're called in the influencers that are influencing these younger creating this new generation of i know it's scary forgotten souls. parents parents how do you feel about this when we think about it okay uh, we're talking about uh relationships 
And we've also spoken that we do live in a highly sex-craved world Mm -hmm. where a lot of people have their... just showing off their body Mm -hmm. on on social media. And is this right? How do you feel as parents bringing up young people in this day and age? We'll see you in five. Okay, Lily. Wow. Unbelievable. It is like... We've got about 10 minutes left. Oh, my goodness. And the time is truly, truly speeding along, as it always does every week in the studio. (laughs) So what does Napoleon Hill say as regards to relationships? We're looking at uh, relationships. What does it take for a relationship to last? As well as not, uh, is it down to, should, should we tell our business as a couple, should it be just between the two of us? Or should we let everyone know? what's going on inside of our relationships as well. Okay, so I'm going to answer that question okay. in a moment. Yeah. Uh, Napoleon Hill says, one of the most common causes of failure is the habit of quitting. When one is overtaken by temporary defeat, every person is guilty of this mistake at one time or another. Mm. More than 500 of the most successful men in this country has ever known, sorry, this country has ever known, told the author of their greatest success told the author their greatest success came just one step beyond the point at which defeat had overtaken them. Failure is a trickster with a keen sense of irony and cunning. It takes great delight in tripping one when success is almost within reach. The reason I picked these two paragraphs was because we've been talking about um, Kim and Kay and we don't know why they get, why they're getting divorced but we can speculate. Um, but we've also said that in this day and age, a lot of people just, um, Gal Gal said it, this is a throwaway generation where no one really, not no one, some people don't see the need in working on the relationships that they have established. And it's true, when you fail at something, some people might think, oh, this marriage has failed. Yeah. What do you do to kind of learn from your failure? In the marriage. And there's nothing wrong in failing. I mean, no. and would you call it a failure if you had success up until a certain point, but you just couldn't manage anymore with each other? Mm. That could be the reasons why you could turn around and you could try and fix it. Mm. That's another way that you can kind of overcome. Obviously, Kim and Kay, they're not in that. Kim Kardashian and Kanye, Kanye West. West we're speaking about here that they're not in that position. She is she can't handle his erratic behaviour as obviously he's got bipolar mm. and that shouldn't be a reason to get divorced. Mm. But then again they've got children and maybe there there could be a whole set of reasons why it's not for us, like you said, it's not for us to speculate. But failure is really just a chance for us to get up, dust ourselves off and try again. Mm. It doesn't mean that we will never have something that's successful in the way in that we're talking about relationships here mm. and that relationships do break down, not just friendships break down, you know, families break down, all this kind of thing. It does happen, but it doesn't mean that you, you can't go on and become successful in mm. something. And I guess because I'm, I'm specifically talking about in a relationship when mm. you get to that point where you think it's this is a failure, yeah, do you try and work past that? oh, we don't communicate, we've failed our relationship. Well, maybe you've identified the reason why you failed. Mm. 
Yeah, so start working there. on your communication. Yes. And this is what I mean. We get to the point in today's society and social media blinds us from truth and blah, mm. blah, blah, blah. But when we're in our relationship, when we go into our home and we close the door, yeah. when we get to the point with our other half and we say, oh, this isn't working, mm. well, do you do anything to restart the engine to try and get it yes. working? Yeah, and as... Um, um, Dwayne has said that some couples divorce and get back together years later and I have seen that I've seen that happen mm. yeah so there is hope for Kim and Kay says there but also going back to what Camilla said she said that um where was it being fa- faithful focusing energies at home and having those values I can't remember where it is it's not the point that I was looking for focus but really, energy at home yes yeah yeah do focus energy mm. on, on at home and things that are broken mm. can be mended yeah. as well. So uh, you get to a point every so often, you get to 10 years, you think, oh, yeah, well, I can manage this. And then you work through. And like you said, if there is a breakdown, then we, we speak about it. And mm. that's what Sandra said at the top, isn't it? That, mm. that communication is vital. Mm-hmm. That communication bet- between the two. And sometimes, sadly, that ego, again, ego is in the studio again. And it gets in the way. Mm. And that's what where the whole breakdown comes. Mm. And then that's it mm. all over because you might someone might have said something and oh no, I'm not accepting that and then that's it, it's done. Yeah. It's finished. So you know, at the end of the day, in in a sense, you go out the way, communicate and work on the issues. And I'm sure I mean they've they must have loved each other at one point it must have but been but this that. is the thing I don't think everyone gets divorced because they fall out of love with each other mm. I think this is again speculation but if she is gotten to the point where she can't handle his erratic behaviour yeah. that's not her saying I just don't love you anymore that's her saying maybe I love you so much I can't watch you yeah. destroy yourself and make a fool of yourself and go and do foolishness in front of the camera and people aren't looking at it that you've got mental health. People are looking at it as, oh, that's Kanye again. Maybe it's that. Wow. But surely she can overlook that. No. Why? Is it because she's Kim Kardashian? She's Kim K, man. Mm. But I don't know. I just I just think sometimes maybe you just get to your the end of your rope. Because that could be painful, watching your per- watching your other half just completely destroy themselves yeah maybe it's like someone being an addict yeah being married to an addict i cannot sit and watch you continue to kill yourself yeah i can't i, I like, cannot i like that, that you've taken it from that perspective because seeing it that way mm. then you're seeing it from another angle yeah and again this that's an amazing thing that we can take things from many different perspectives Mm -hmm. and there there must be a valid reason as to why because they were friends before like you said yeah they've gone and they've had four children they've had seven years of a relationship but obviously it's broken down Mm. we're talking about almost 10 12 2012 they started we're speaking today about how can we maintain love how can we keep that love alive and our um, listeners here, beautiful chat room listeners, our lovely listeners out there have highlighted that really it is a matter of communication. Is that a shout out to... Shout 
out to my sister and my brother-in-law have just brought a beautiful baby girl into the world congratulations another 23rd of february baby oh another great one to to add to the list that we spoke of today yes another great another great so dj laro i did do a little bit of research for you as regards to the st lucian beaches um apparently you in st lucia they had was it a race course that was created and in in one of those instances they were going down to the beach mm-hmm. and taking a lot of the sand from there this oh, is just yeah. a little side point sorry, sorry guys but i just done a bit of research for laro and they were taking a lot of the sand from there for the race course and it it has had a bit of a knock on effect at the St. Lucians. This was back in twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. I think, was one of the reasons why. And they say that is natural forces, all right, that change a beach, mm-hmm. but also human forces. So by removing the sand and other materials, it can have a knock on effect on the environment. Mm-hmm. But it, it, as regards to them touching the the beaches, I think it was in Viewfort. Is it Viewfort? Um, it was down to a, a race course and yeah that's wow. one of the reasons why they were going in there and they noticed that there was shifts in the energy shift in the environment the the waves of the sea got oh, wow. rougher and all that kind of stuff but it was down to a, a race course that was built in saint lucia so just thought i'd give you that little side point laro there you go laro and yeah, we've really come to the end of the evening. Mm. It's been lovely having you with us, beautiful people. Shout out again to all of the the DJ, the presenters and DJs on the show. Please check out the schedule and see, and come in and join us. I mean, there's always a variety that they're throwing down in here, you know, and it's amazing to be a part of the community. So thanks for having us, guys. And Lily. Yeah. I think it's that time, really, just to say... We, what we, yeah. How do we sign off every show again? How do we sign off? Guys, whatever you're doing out there, stay blessed, stay beautiful, and keep rising, as Maya Angelou said at the beginning. And we will see, see y'all on, on the other side. side. Take care. <laughs>